I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And uh, you are listening. Today is. Man, I'm just all I'm all a flutter. What a great first hour we had here. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really good one. Today is Hump Day, Wednesday, December the sixth in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. It's hour two. This is hour two of episode nine eighty three of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, like I said, man, you missed a really good one. Mike Martin, who is going to be hanging out with us for a few minutes here into our second hour. Uh, he and I, we didn't even talk about any of this stuff. I want to talk some CFP with you, dude. And well, hopefully we'll get to that here a little bit here in our second hour. But, uh, he brought in, uh, Viking or uh, Tarboro Vikings head football coach, Jeff Craddock, who's going for his 900th state championship, uh, <laughs> over at Tarboro. I may be exaggerating, but not by a whole lot there. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I, do you say his 12th and the I school's believe that's 14th? What he said. I yeah. mean, I weigh under, uh, uh, undershot him i i said his tenth, and, and that's uh, my fault that's what i told you going into it. that's what i what i had read somewhere but uh man his 12th state championship he's been in tarboro since 95 came in as the defensive coordinator and uh you know it, it, you talk about a complete shift in a uh in a school's trajectory and uh and that's what jeff has done over there in tarboro and yeah my buddy uh butch cannon who uh that's a that's a guest for another day butch is uh is sort of uh our um oh gosh tommy uh lenore county sports tommy maddox tommy he's sort of our tommy hit their tommy maddox okay. uh in edgecombe county and tarboro in particular um but he he he's just a great source, and they've done amazing things in Tarboro. They really have, and again, uh, Jeff Craddock. I mean, uh, when you go across the state of North Carolina and you talk about the great football coaches, that's who you talk about is Jeff Craddock and that Tarboro Vikings program. Joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, another first time guest to the show, and somebody I've been promising you over the last week that I wanted to get on here. Very excited, very honored to have with us right now. The undefeated coach of those Aiden Grifton Chargers, John Moy, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, coach, you got myself and Mike Martin talking to you, sir. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good morning, Coach. Doing very good. Not as good as you. You've broken some hearts here in uh, Lenore County so far early this season. Coach, as uh, you open your season with a win against uh, North Lenore, uh, what, this past Friday you took on South Lenore. You beat them 80-58. to 58, uh, Coach, you're supposed to take it easy on us, Lenore County folks over <laughs> here, sir. Hey, bud, look, we have had battles with Lenore County for for a long time, and those guys play very hard. And you know, we're just glad and fortunate to get the win. Guys, been working really hard um, in the all season for this, and so you know, this four no start is it brought a lot of excitement, you know, to our school and to our players. And so we're 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 very blessed and fortunate right now where we are well, in the season. No, absolutely. And again, uh, uh, welcoming uh, John Moy, the head basketball coach at Aiden Grifton High School to the Brian Hanks Show this morning. What do you what do you attribute this start to, Coach? I mean, again, you can't be any more perfect than 4-0. Uh, what do you attribute this start to, Coach? Hey, it's hard work. You know, uh, just winning one game is hard work. So uh, we, we, we took a look at our, our, our team in the offseason, me and, and uh, my assistant coach, Coach McGee, 
and uh, we had to change some things, and we had to have some tough conversations with with our players that we had coming back. Um, we lost eight games last year uh, by about three points, and so finishing was one of our key points this summer. Uh, and so the guys got in the gym, man, and they Brian and they they worked their tail off. Uh, it's it's them. It's all them. You know, they started believing in the concept and, and, and what we had going on with our program. And it, it's just filtered out throughout all 14 of them that are on the team right now. And they, they're, they're playing their tails off. Well, well, I meant to mention this uh, as I was bringing you up here on the line too, Coach. But uh, five wins last year. Like you said, a lot of close games, but only five wins. Coach, you're already 80% of the way there <laughs> to it this year. A big game tonight, though, uh, as you go to Goldsboro to take on Eastern Wayne High School, a program that uh, traditionally has a pretty good base, uh, basketball over there. They're 2-3 and three right now. Give us a scouting report on Eastern Wayne tonight, Coach. Hey, they're going to be tough and physical. Um, you know, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna bring it to us, uh, and we're going to have to respond. You know, they, they're going to try to hit us in the mouth, and we, we're going to have to absorb the blow and just continue to play. You know, I know they got they got a solid kid, two kids down in the post, and those guys can go. And their guards, the guard play is, is pretty good as well. So we, we're going to have to take care of the ball. You know, we're going to have to play the style that we've been playing this year and, and get out and, and go um, and, and, and take advantage of, uh, of, our, of our quickness. Um, and, and play solid defense, you know, and, and we're going to have to rebound too. You know, we're, we're going to have to do the little things in basketball that, that it takes, take charges, uh, get on the floor. And, and we may have to make the game a little dirty ourselves, you know, and, and, and battle back. And so, you know, we're going to have to do whatever it takes tonight because we know it's going to be tough. It's going to be rowdy down there. Uh, we haven't played Eastern Wayne in a long time, uh, probably since about 2012. And so, uh, it's a tough atmosphere, but uh, we're excited to see where we are and where we stand. We know this is going to be a, a strong test at where, where we stand right now in our season. So we're, we're excited about this opportunity. Coach, Mike Martin here. So I'm an alumnus of East Carter at high school down in Beaufort and, and, and from the mid-90s. And uh, in my opinion – probably one of the best conferences that Eastern North Carolina ever saw was the old uh, Coastal Plains 2A conference that had, you know, East Carteret, Farmville Central, Aiden Grifton, um, you know, some real, uh, some real tough competition. And, you know, when I was a kid, well, in high school, uh, you know, Lico Dunk was, uh, was a pro- prolific player for Aiden Grifton. You know how do you uh, how do you talk about the history of the program at Aiden Grifton and and the success that you guys saw for so many years, uh, and how do you share that and try to uh, impress upon that on your players today? I tell you what, one of the biggest things that we have um, is the banners that we that we have inside of our gym. Th- those are the one of the biggest uh, reminders of where we've come from. You know. Uh, they hang up in our gym, and, and it's, a, it's a lot of pride in those banners. Uh, you know, when you walk in and you see all those banners from the 90s, even from the 80s, you know, 80s and 90s, all that Coach Murphy, you know, and, and his players did here, um, you can see the tradition in, in that. And, you know, uh, I always tell those guys, you know, it's, it's, not about, it's not about you. It's about that name on the jersey, you know. And, and I probably – and I've heard that 
uh, specifically come from, you know, our football coach, Coach Cornwell, as well, talking about, you know, don't don't play for yourself, but play for the name on the jersey. You know, play for your community, the, the community of Aiden and Griffin. You know, represent those guys, all these all these great players that came through the school. Because it's been so many, you know. Uh, Aiden Griffin is a very uh, prideful, prideful community, uh, very prideful school. And uh, these guys have got to uh, know that they come from a great, you know, sports uh, community. And we, we just want to make those guys proud and, and bring that tradition back. You know, my assistant coach, he's an Aiden Griffin alumni, Jeremy McGee, and he talks about it all the time, you know. Uh, you know, this is a this is a basketball school as well as a football school. You know, and we we just want that we just want that strong basketball lineage to to come back and be strong again. You know, here at our school. That's awesome, coach. And and you know, I don't know if you were listening in the previous hour, but we had uh, Coach Jeff Craddock, who's the uh, football coach at Tarboro High School, and and he he said the same thing. He said, you know. I, the name Tarboro or the, the the name Vikings appears on the front of the jersey, but there are no names on the back of the jersey because you're there representing your town, your community, not yourself. Um, right. Your 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 coaching philosophy. Um, how how has that uh, how has that changed since you've been in that position at, at Aiden Griffin? Man, it changes year to year. You know, <laughs> you just, you day, know, you day you, you got to right? change day to day, hour to hour. You know, moment to moment with the, with the kids because you never know who you may have, and you you got to change with the time as well. You know what what we were doing ten, even twelve, even what we were doing five years ago yeah. won't work today. You know. With, with the way uh, the kids are and the way they play and, you know, some of the things they've been trained to do. So you got to kind of work with what you got, you know, and, and work to those strengths. And I think we do a good job with what we have right now and our strength. Uh, I mean, we're, we're trying to get out and go as much as we can and, and fill those lanes up. Um, but, you know, and, and Brian, Brian knows this too, you know, I've seen that, you know, because we used to be in the same conference with Kinston. And yep. so, and those years of, of watching Brandon and, you know, the Lopez kid and the Parsons and those guys, man, and the Styles, those guys get up and down the court. And, you know, so we, we, we got, we, we don't have, we, we got guys that can do that. You know, we, we, we have the, we have the Cam Honeys and the, and the Harris Jenkins and the Josiah Crandall and, and those guys. And, and you know, we we we're we're trying to we're trying to go. We're we're building it to our strength. You know, we we try to do things that we can do and do it well, and hopefully that turns out to be successful for us this year. And if not, you know, we'll go back to the drawing board because that's all about coaching too. Sometimes you have to change up during the season and do a little tweak it a little bit and make it better. You know, for your players and kind of listen to them and see what they you know are saying as well because they're on the court. You know. We're just coaching them and trying to make them, you know, better basketball players, but also better uh, young men as well. That is so awesome. That voice you're listening to, John Moy. He's a head basketball coach 
over at Aiden Grifton High School. The Chargers are 4-0 this year. He is our big interview here in our second hour. And as you know, UNC Lenore Healthcare, it is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and again thank you so much to beverly jenkins uh dimitri thomas all the folks over at unc lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview let's get right back into it again it's john moy from uh, aiden griffin high school and you being our first time guest what i always like to do coach is get to know our guests a little bit for folks here in lenore county who may not uh, know you that well tell us a little bit about yourself uh, how you uh, tell you know high school college how you ended up over at Aiden Griffin and all that sir man it, 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 it was all a blessing I'll tell you that so I, I, I grew up in Winterville um, I went uh, to D.H. Conley high school and then just went to ECU did health and PE over there um, and actually I was I was working I got out of I got out of college and didn't have a job uh, in my profession, but I was working at Towards R Us and got a call from uh, the old athletic director here, uh, Kathy Frazier. And uh, she offered me to come in for an interview. Uh, this was back in 2007, and I've been here ever since. Wow. You know, I've loved every every moment of it. I uh, started coaching basketball here in 2009 as a head coach. Uh, I was doing assistant coaching uh, before then when I first got here. Um, and so now I've been around the program for a long time. I've, I've watched Aiden Griffin uh, basketball all my life. You know, I've come down here. Um, this is my grandma. She stays in Aiden. And so I, I grew up uh, spending summers in Aiden uh, with her as well. So, you know, I've been I've been in the community here in, in Aiden for, for quite a while. So it was not something new to me. Uh, so I, I do love being here. Uh, yeah. And you can hear it in your voice. You can see it in your smile and all the pictures when I see of you out there, Coach. I got to ask you this, and I know I'm kind of switching lanes a little bit here, but uh, you mentioned him earlier, but Paul Cornwell, uh, just one of the – you talk about – we were talking about Jeff Craddock earlier, uh, who is truly, you know, one of the, the great coaches in Eastern North Carolina and, heck, in North Carolina football history, high school football history. I got to tell you, Paul Cornwell fills that bill, too. What has it been like having him back on campus, uh, having him back as part of the Charger family, Coach? You know, it, honestly, it feels like home. It feels like old times. You know, when I first got here, he was already here. And uh, it's just a, it's a calming, familiar face, you know, especially for our football program and for our kids. I think it brings uh, that excitement back about eating grits and football. You know, we, we made the playoffs in football for, I think, about 20 years straight. And, you know, we had kind of a drought for a little while, and I think he's bringing that that momentum back. It's going to take a little bit, but he, he's going to get it there. I know he is and uh, because he has that passion uh, and that love for the kids. And, you know, i tell you what, we're, we're very fortunate here at Aiden Griffin with the coaching staff that, uh, that we do have. You know, we have a – Amazing wrestling coach and coach Wooten. He's a he's also a North County guy. Yes, he is. Uh, 
and you know, so you know, there's some more North Carolinians right there in, 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 here at Aiden Griffin, but. God does an amazing job with the wrestling program. You know, we got Coach Skinner with our baseball program, who's an alum, another alumni from, from Aiden, you know, Aiden Griffin High School. And so, you know, we have so many, so many great, great coaches here uh, that, that do so much for our kids, you know. And, and like I said, my assistant coach, he's also an Aiden Griffin alumni. Our principal is an Aiden Griffin alumni. She used to be a softball coach out here. So, you know, we, we, we have – we have that. We have that Aiden Griffin pride here, and, and that's one well, thing. I gotta inter- I gotta interrupt you for a second here, though, Coach. What about that volleyball coach who's a South Lenore alum too? Uh, hey, you see what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's, a, it, it's, it's all it, it runs through here, you it know. Does, it and does. It, it, it's the, it's it's a it's a program that I think we're we're as a coaching staff we're so. We're very close knit, you know, um, and so it, it makes it even better. And we we support each other, and and that's one of the best things about it. You know, if they don't make it to games, then they text you after games, you know, telling you good job or you know those types of things. And so we we have a lot of a lot of great coaches here that do a lot of great things. You know, uh, we had Coach Bryant who retired. She also used to work in Lenore County down there at Rochelle Middle School. So, you know, it's, we just have a lot of contacts and connects with, with Lenore County, but also here in our own community in Aiden Griffin. Well, so Coach, it's just great being here. Coach, it's great to have you on the show. And, and, and Brian pivoted a little bit to, uh, to football. I'm going to pivot even farther. I, I, I want to, I want your review of, uh, the skylight Inn barbecue over there. Uh, my, my, my buddy, Sam Jones, uh, you know, he, and he is, uh, his family started that. And it's one of my favorite spots to go grab lunch from time to time. Uh, it, will we ever catch you in there? Grab some barbecue coach. Yes, sir. I get it quickly too, man. I get in and get out. <laughs> I get in and get out. You got to get in there before the crowd gets in there and you'll be, cause if not, you'll be standing all the way back outside on the rock. That's right. You know, that's right. It's, it's some good barbecue, man. I I love it. I love it. And now I'll tell you what, I love some Sam Jones too, though. So they're, they're both, they're, they're both amazing. Um, and I think it's great for our, for our, for our community that we do have those type of staple places still around. Cause you know, they, they, some places go out of style and, and people stop eating there, but that's not one. Skylight Inn is not one. No, sir. Eastern, Eastern bar, Eastern North Carolina barbecue is done best right there in Aiden. And it is timeless. <laughs> it yes, is very, sir. It, it is definitely good. I have voice list. We've got him here for a couple more minutes here on uh, the show is John Moy, head basketball coach over at Aiden Griffin. And coach, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, bring up the Eastern Plains 2A uh, a conference that uh, Aiden Griffin was a charter member of, I mean, what, 50, 60 years ago. But tell you what, mm-hmm. the uh, L, I guess, I, help me here, coach. I don't know if it's the elephant in the room, if it's the whatever, but Farville Central, I mean, has just ruled. <laughs> Not just Eastern Plains 2A basketball, not just ENC basketball, but North Carolina 2A basketball for the past uh, several years. I, coach, I mean, you know, you know, and it's been this way forever. You said, you, you know, of course, with you being there as long as you have, Farmville Central is good year in and year out. But, man, the level of basketball that uh, they have been at for the past, I don't know, uh, Goodness, help me here. I mean, what they've won—what four or five state championships in the past six years or so? 
Coach, yeah. uh, how, how yeah. tough is it? I mean, as you know, I mean, listen, you're off to a great start. 4-0. <laughs> this looks like, yeah, I mean, you, you've got the Chargers back on the right track, but you know coming down the coming down the pike here is that uh, that big old freight train named Farmville Central. <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you what. Our, our, our conference is a freight train, it you is. know. We, 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 we got Farmville at, up there. Uh, and, and, and we tell our guys, this, this, this is who we're preparing for. These got these type of games are who we were preparing for in our non-conference because we got formable. We have Washington, you know, you have, you have North Pitt who, who made the playoffs last year. You know, coach Blunt is doing an excellent job over there at North Pitt high school. You know, um, we have West Craven, you know, and so we got Southwest Edgecombe. So these schools, man, they're, they're tough. Yeah, and and night night in and night out, you gotta play, you know. And and I tell you, for me, it is it is it's 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 one of those things where I've seen it because we used to be in that same conference with North and North, South and North, and Kinston, and there was and and in Goldsboro as well. And there was not a night off in that conference, you know. Those teams every night, it was like playing. Carolina and Duke every single night, <laughs> you know, you know, and so, but our guys, I, they'll be up for the challenge. You know, these, they're the same guys who they see all the time. And, and some of them play, uh, you know, AU basketball together with. And so um, our guys will be up for the challenge. You know, it, it's going to be tough, but you know, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to back down. You know, we're, we're going to show up and we're going to, we're going to play, you know, and that's, that's the key thing. And I think our guys are excited about the opportunity to to try to prove that, you know, they belong. And so, you know, that's what we're trying to build toward, showing everybody that we do belong. Absolutely. But when you make it – we talk about it all the time here in Lenore County with East Central 2A in football. But when you talk about the Eastern Plains 2A in basketball, when you make it through that gauntlet, (laughs) that gets you ready for the state playoffs, doesn't it, Coach? (laughs) Yes, sir. There is nothing – at that point that anybody in the playoffs probably can throw at you uh, that you have not experienced. Uh, so making the playoffs from our conference, that's a huge accomplishment in itself, you know, uh, because you get past those schools. I, I think last year we had three or four teams in the top 15. Oh. And so that is that is unbelievable, you know, especially with Farm Central held the number one spot and they're beating, you know, 4A schools and 5A schools. Oh, in in Virginia and and playing prep schools and beating those schools as well. So you know you can hold your own against those guys and make it through the through your conference schedule. You've accomplished something, and then you make the playoffs. That's a that's a blessing too. So you know, and that's what we're hoping to do again. You know, we met, we didn't get there last year. Uh, we did get there the year before, uh, but it's a it's it's a tough feat, you know. But we, we're hoping to we're we're hoping that we we got this ship back on the right on the right path and we're gonna we're gonna go for it you know we're gonna go for it well coach we're gonna wrap it up with you here and uh and quickly but one thing that you mentioned earlier was uh the aau basketball and you know what influence does that 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 does that aau basketball which is you know a, a very predominant thing among high school athletics now what type of influence does that have on your team and um, and 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 basketball in our area? I tell you what, it's really good 
uh, especially when the guys get on teams that 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 act, that actually do go places and, and and play games, and they got coaches out there that are that are that are teaching them, uh, you know, some good material. But it also gives the guys a chance to continue to play year round. You know, baseball has turned into a complete year round thing. Uh, basketball cannot be something that you only pick up during the school year. You know, you got to continue to work on your craft and get better. And and I think the the AAU travel ball circuit kind of gives guys that opportunity to work on their craft and to get their skill better um, so that when they come back to the school team or, you know, you work out with your school team during the summer, that you can bring some of those skill sets and show that you have improved as an individual player. Um, you know, for us, it's been good because we know that our guys are still getting some quality games in and they're actually still playing even on the weekends, you know, we do work out during uh, the summertime during the weekday, but they get those games in on the weekend so they can kind of see where they, they have uh, perfected their craft. So, you know, I, I enjoy it. I like the fact that our guys are playing. More of them are playing now. And so it's a good thing for us. It's been nothing but positive. It's just like, you know, uh, Coach Waters has started her own volleyball club team, and it, it does nothing but – improve volleyball for Eastern North Carolina. You know, it helps some girls that may not have the opportunity to, to play travel volleyball, get on a team and, and, and get their skill better and make those, those, those high school teams. So it, it's been good. It's good for us. You know, we got a lot of guys playing and that's good for our program. Awesome. Well, very good. Listen, uh, coach John Moy, uh, way overdue having you here on the show. Let's do it. Let's do it again this season. Maybe as, uh, you're getting into the, the meat of the EP two a, uh, we'll get you back up on here. What do you think coach? That sounds amazing. I, hey, look, I've been listening and, and, and I said to myself, I hope one day I get a chance. And, and when Brian messes me, I'm like, Lord, thank you. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to talk about my program, our program here at Aiden Griffin and the kids. You know, we got an amazing group of kids here. And, and, and I'm just so happy that, you know, we started off the season on the right foot, but we do have to continue it, you know, to prove the point that, we are back, and so well, uh, we I'll, hopefully we make that statement. Well, all I got to say is take it easy on our Lenore County teams, okay, Coach? Come on now. Come <laughs> yes. on now. Hey, tell, all our, tell all our good friends over there, Coach Waters and Coach Cornwell and just everybody over there, we think the world of uh, Aiden Grifton over here. You know, I did when I was a sports editor of the Free Press, and uh, we just we, – we love you guys. I, I, I include you guys, as you know, every morning – on our, uh, you know, what you guys did the night before and all that, and we will continue to do that. Can't wait to talk to you again. Okay, Coach? Yes, sir, and I thank y'all so much. You know, I want to give a shout-out to our guy, Junius, who who covered us for so many years. He he did so many amazing things for us here at Eddie Griffin as well, you know, and so we, 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 we would be remiss if we don't, you know, Give that shout out to him. Uh, you're, uh, you're right. You know, we love him to death. Well, no, continue to pray for him. That's that's what I can tell you. I was messaging with his mom yesterday, and he is he's in need of our prayers. Okay. Yes, sir. We definitely sure will. Take care, sir. Talk to you soon. Thank you, coach. All right, bud. That's All right, uh, coach John Moy from uh, Aiden Grifton High School. And we're going to do a very very quick turnaround here. Uh, Mike, are you going to hang around for the Matt Grantham interview?
Uh, yeah, why not? Why I not? love why it. Not? I absolutely love it. Uh, we're going to get him up here on the line with us, LCC head basketball coach Matt Grantham, who we're talking about Aiden Grifton and how they have turned around their season from uh, just a five-win season last year. They're already 4-0 and this year. You've seen a lot of great things there. Listen, how about Lenore Community College, man, uh, who now 6-2 and going into uh, tonight's game against uh, Sand Hills Community College and joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. I just I thought, you know what, I kind of like just having him on uh, game days and getting folks fired up for the game tonight. It's Matt Grantham joining us here. How you doing this morning, Coach? I'm doing good, Brian. How are you doing? Doing really good. You've got uh, myself and Mike Martin here for the next uh, six or seven minutes or so as uh, we uh, get ready for tonight's game. And, Coach, and I know this, I, I feel like I'm retreading a question I've asked you a couple of times already in this great start to the 23-24 season. But, Coach, I got to ask you, and I know you had high expectations. I talked to you this summer at the ECI, and uh, you had high expectations for this program. But if I had told you back in June at the East Coast Invitational down in Jacksonville that your Lancers would be off to a 6-2 and two start, especially with the way that the season went last year, not for you. This is your first year. Coach, Would you have? Uh, what would you have said when I told you that? Um, well, to be honest with you, knowing me, I probably would have said something, uh, to the extent of, well, I hope we're, I hope we're playing good basketball and getting better. Um, but, uh, I'm really proud of them. Um, they've, they've done a really good job this far. Uh, the, the real challenge for us at this point, because it is a team with, uh, 14 freshmen is, you know, that freshman wall is coming and it, and it happens for everybody in college basketball. And, and usually you've got some older guys that have been through it and can sort of set an example. Um, and at a four-year program, you know, you've got juniors and seniors that have been with you that can really teach the young guys, you know, what's going on. But for us, no, nobody's been through it. It's a team full of guys that are going to hit that wall at some point. And the challenge is going to be, can we, can we keep pushing forward and, and keep being ready each night? Well, the last time you were on the court, Coach, uh, was uh, last week, last Wednesday, a week ago today, a 58-57 uh, to 57 win against uh, your arch rivals in Pitt Community College. And uh, not the prettiest game in the world, but it was a W, and I know you were happy with that, right, sir? For sure. Certainly was not a very pretty basketball game. Although I will say, you know, for, the, for you and the rest of the fans, and I appreciate you being there and, and everybody that showed up for us. Um, for the fans that were there, I, I'm sure it was a very entertaining college basketball game. It was. Um, it was a war. It was back and forth. It was really physical. It was well officiated for the most part. Um, but <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think that for both coaching staffs, we probably felt like it was sloppier than we'd like it to be. But um, you know, if it's going to be ugly, I'd rather win an ugly one than lose a pretty one. That's it, Coach Grantham. Uh, it, it was actually my first Lenore Community College basketball game um and and the atmosphere was great and and it was a lot of fun and you know what really impressed me about your team in that game is you know you guys were struggling you know with your jump shots uh you know struggling from the field but the offensive rebounding against a team that was you were you were outsized I mean Pitt Community College was a, a, a good bit bigger than you guys inside, 
but the scrappiness of your guys getting in there, you know, getting boards, getting second chance points, um, that had to make you really proud as a coach. Oh yeah, um, and I, I'm a believer that uh, that rebounding is an effort stat. You know, it, it helps to have big guys that are long and athletic and that, you know, have great timing and instincts for it. But in a lot of ways, rebounding is a tribute to, to effort. And, you know, we preached it a lot in the preseason that most nights we're going to be the smaller team. You know, most nights there's going to be a lot bigger guys, bigger wings, bigger post players, and we're going to have to make up for it with our effort. And another thing that I think has allowed us to sort of working those margins a little bit and cover up some of that is uh our fitness you know we're we're really well conditioned and and pretty deep and so you know we may not be dominating the boards early uh but as the game goes on we kind of hope to wear people down and take their legs from them and make sure that by the end of the game we've still got a little pop to go get it done and hopefully that they're they're reeling and gassed you know we talk about it a lot on days when uh we're doing 7 a.m conditioning and Guys are laid out on the baseline and, you know, don't don't want to run anymore. We've got more to come. Um, but we just talk about how, you know, it sucks now, but there's going to be a day in November, December, and, and hopefully there's going to be some days in February and March where you're going to break a huddle in the last four minutes of a game and you're going to look down there and they're going to be bent over on their knees, huffing and puffing, and you're going to know that, you know, they haven't been through what you've been through. They're not built the way you're built, and, and we're ready to go pull it out. And I think that, um, you know, nothing away from Pitt. They battled the entire way, but I think that was just a credit to, to who these guys are. You know, they were they didn't flinch. They were ready for the moment, and, and they knew that they had it in them to pull it out, and, and luckily we were able to do so. Coach, you brought up a point uh, about, you know, that you don't have the opportunity to have um, senior, you know, upperclassmen leadership on your team, you know, because it's a two-year school. How, what type of difficulties have you faced in blending the talents of these young men uh, from the jump? They don't have the opportunity to to get to know each other over a year or two and then meld into and mold into something. You know, what type of challenges does that present? Uh, there's a lot of challenges to it. Um, and, you know, this is a, a different generation of kid and a different generation of player. And they've all got, you know, so much going on in their lives and um, access to home so much more than in the past with social media and with their phones. And, and so it is a lot harder when they, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you first bring them together after a practice, they all kind of go their separate ways and they're on the phone calling mom, dad, girlfriend, friends back home. Um, so they're not, they're not as connected early on. You kind of got to bring them together. Um, you know, we do a lot of, you know, me and my assistant coach, Coach Robinson, we do a lot of talking about, you know, coaching them really hard but loving them just as hard and, um, you know, kind of trying to bring that, that family atmosphere together. But I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm an old school cat and uh, I'm a firm believer that there's no, you know, you can do a lot of team building, you can sing Kumbaya and you can do trust falls or any of that other stuff that a lot of people believe in. Um, but in my opinion, what I, the way I've seen it done, I don't really think there's any better way to build chemistry and come together than through some shared suffering. Um, so, you know, really difficult. That's old school there, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, they're going, they're going <laughs> to unite some days. Some days they're probably uniting around this guy's crazy and, and this is nuts what we're doing. Uh, 
but uh, they find a way to come together and get through it. And uh, I just think that, you know, going through those wars, going through those tough days when it isn't any fun and it's really difficult, it, it brings teams together. Absolutely. Listen, uh, again, we're here for a good time, not a long time. We'll be at the game tonight. Very excited about that. Coach Matt Grantham, LCC, thank you so much, sir. All right. appreciate you guys. You have a good one. You too. We will see him tonight. And, uh, Mike, we've got to get to the birthday game. Thank you so much for uh, being here for both hours again today, dude. It's always a good time, my man. It is. White Christmas again. I uh, get to see Lillian Grace and the other stars of White Christmas out there at LCC this weekend. Let's get John and Jonathan in here, play the birthday game. We'll wrap up this Wednesday, December 6th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, December the 6th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. It's that game that I got to tell you, I look forward to playing every single day. Don't you, Jonathan Massey? Every day, Brian. Every day. Jonathan Parrot Dawson. <laughs> yes, Brian. <laughs> Don't you look forward to playing this every day? I sure do, Brian. I do, too. It's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> Especially when I'm winning. Well, you're not winning right now. You're down two days to one here in December. Can Aww. I just ruin it? Oh, I don't want to play it in. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's been, it's been an interesting month so far, but you are riding a two-month winning streak, though. You won in October and November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess how many pages are in my TBHS birthday game file? 43. What's your guess? Is this for the whole history of the show? For the whole history of the show. 12. I don't know. I don't know. How about 251? Good Lord. Okay. Well, that we've played a lot of birthday games. Uh, this is the uh, How many fit on one page? Uh, that's a good. Massey. How many days? Usually Massey. one, I'm two, sorry. three, four. Massey. Usually about four days. Okay. So there, you know. We'll have to start getting a ruler, and <laughs> we're both going to have rulers, and when we do that, hit each other. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to tell you, Jonathan Massey, uh, you. I, I, you look sharp. I mean, you can tell the weight loss you've lost about from when you were sick. What about, what'd you say, 15, 20 pounds? Look at him. Look at our son over here. I the not nice to. little 20, between 28 and 29 pounds. Good Lord, dude. You look good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Being such a woman, just say 29 pounds. <laughs> well, I don't want to lie to people. How are they going to know? They might come up and ask. They're going to run up with a scale? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Put you on a gun point? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, pull the trigger. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Got to ask you guys, uh, as we are here in the, uh, it's a uh, wedding season, you know, for Linda and I. It's Christmas season for all of us and mm-hmm. Hanukkah for Jonathan. I Have you, have you got your uh, Christmas shopping done yet? Uh, bits and pieces, yes. Actually, I'm probably about 70% finished okay. now that I think about 70? it. 70? What about you over there, dude? I'm pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Between 60 and Making 70. Making that decision to not buy anybody anything really helps. <laughs> of course, you'll get all yours done at a Walgreens. Exactly. You know, on the 23rd, 4th. Yeah, you've been proud of me. You've stood there with me. as I, I wouldn't say done. proud. I would just say amazed, maybe. That's $700 worth of Christmas shopping in less than uh, three minutes. That's you, your last-minute stuff, I know. I, no. You know what's funny? It took him longer at Walgreens to buy a toothbrush and toothpaste before we went to Vegas <laughs> than it does for him to do Christmas shopping. Why don't you just take that from home? He because forgot. I forgot it. You're right. I mean, I should have. Like when we're going to Jersey, we got to stop and spend a half hour to Walmart to buy a pillow. It just take a pillow a from home. Half hour. Oh, if it wasn't a half hour, it was a day. <laughs> was it a half hour? At least. Probably. Oh, well. 
because because <clears throat> you know you have to squeeze all the pillows to make sure it's the right uh yeah and sniff them you got to make sure because god right. knows the play- house we were going to didn't have any pillows in it no. oh wait a minute it had plenty of pillows it did have plenty of pillows uh by the way i know we're all over the place as we're beginning today's birthday game not for much longer uh, <laughs> <laughs> i got to hang out with your uh your something-in-law emily no no she's not in-law. she's your cousin yes she liked a little. I, I remember I texted you and asked you, we're yeah. talking about your cousin Emily. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. young lady. Yes. Very sweet, very mm-hmm. sweet. How, how is she related to you? Anyway, uh, that, that was a very good piece of advice that you gave me to, uh, what was it, Henry? Yes. Yeah, I told her Henry said, hey, she didn't even didn't even ask who it was that said it because she knew who it was. That's right. Then she explained it to me, but let's let you explain. Why is Henry significant uh, in the Dawson clan? Well, that's something my uh, Uncle Wiley has always called me, and I think it goes back to some old uh uh, comic strip we used to run in the newspaper every day. I can't think of the name of it off the top of Henry my head. Henry the Horrible? That was Hagar. Oh, it was Hagar. Do you remember? He was a Viking. He was a Viking, yeah. yeah. Well, you sort of look like a Viking. This segment yeah. is sponsored by Galico <laughs> Office Automation. No, we're going a little bit long on this one. I need a, a longer one on this one. We're going shorter on Friday. Don't don't look at me like that. that now, this is one I have to edit tonight. Okay. Well, I okay. Stab him. <laughs> Stabbing with a hockey stick. Yeah. Well, we'll keep it clean. We're, we've been clean for four minutes and 45 seconds so yeah, far. I still have to check every second. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday. Yes. Uh, Wait, three I, to two. You I'm now assuming lead two, that's right. You're, you're, and you lead now two days to one. Why don't you tell us about our friend uh, Jacques Passelig and Goeco Office Automation? Well, Jacques Passelig and the fine folks over at Goeco Office Automation are doing their very best to make uh, your holiday shopping for your business uh, associates as easy as possible because Jacques Passelig and the folks over at Goeco, they offer nothing but the best. So if you or somebody in your office needs some office innovation, you need to give Jacques a call. And how would you do that? You dial 252. Whoa, dial, is that like on a phone? <laughs> no, we're going back to 1997 and it's internet. Oh, okay, okay. Beep, 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 beep. It's way too early for this much meander. <laughs> it is. Okay, what is it? 252. 252. 252. 286. 286. 283. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website at goeco.com. Or what is goeco.com? What about more? this site I've heard called com? What's that all about? It is, in fact, a site, Brian. It is. And it, it is, is a, sight a sight to behold. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. Like I'm being softened up for something. Okay. Okay. Just a uh, little murder. Just a touch. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Massey, you get to go first. He Allegedly. was the first overall pick uh, by the Cleveland uh, Browns a few years ago at quarterback. Uh, allegedly, before you spout out his name there, let's see if he can guess it first. Uh, the owner of the Browns said that uh, uh, that a homeless person told him to draft him, and that's what made the final decision. I, who knows if that's the truth or not, but who are we talking about over there, John Dawson? You honestly think I have any idea? You'll know his name when he said Tell him who it is. Baker Mayfield. It's not Baker Mayfield. Are you messing with me? First overall pick by the Cleveland Browns? No, not not uh, first overall, but the first round oh, pick of the Cleveland Browns. Is it Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel. You don't remember Johnny Manziel? No. Nah. Yeah. Hey, he, he's the he was the college quarterback. Give us that, money. He wants money. He wanted money. He's the guy that got <laughs> got in some trouble for uh, 
taking payment for giving autographs at an airport. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's of all the things sports figures do, we're going to bust them for that. Okie well, He's kind of a slime ball, too. I mean, did you have you read any of this stuff in the last little bit? Well, he's a professional athlete. Of course he is. Hey, yeah. hey, be nice. We've got good for professional. For, for <laughs> professional <laughs> you can't even say it with I a straight can't face. Even say professional athletes. Look around this room. Surrounded by jerseys of professional athletes. Maybe, but the thing is, if they're from Kinston, that makes them a better sort of person. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, uh, Johnny Manziel. Dude, did you know he never never read his playbook, never learned anything? That's why he had such a hard time at Cleveland. Well, he went to Texas A&M. I, I, <laughs> yeah. He can't read, let's be honest. Wow. Mm. Okay, uh, Johnny Manziel over there. Uh, <laughs> what I always like, and he made this joke, if you've seen the Texas A&M helmet, it's A-M with a T in the middle of it. And he would point to his helmet and goes, hey, I, I'm just like an A, because it looked like ATM. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, he's yeah. special. Yeah, he was very special. Yeah. Anyway, They say Johnny, if you drive past Texas A&M and roll down your window, they'll throw a diploma in the car. Really? Which, that's not true. You actually have to stop. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Johnny Manziel. Let's see. Mike Evans was his number one wide receiver. How crazy is that? 30. You say 30. What do you say, John Dawson? 29. Ah, if you had gone the other way, you'd have been perfect, John Dawson. Mm. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, he was born December 6, 1992. He's, He's 31 today. 31 today. So, Jonathan Massey, you get that. You take a one to nothing lead. Uh, it goes over here to you, John Dawson. Hey, it's another athlete. How about that? He plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. They call him the Greek Freak. It's... He's arguably the best player in George the NBA right now. I don't know. <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> I swear I was about to say. He's Greek. You want to go ahead? Giannis Antetokounmpo. I am so impressed. You did that last year. You get his name. I cannot say. I got Giannis. Obviously, I can do that. You want to guess that? Shh. You want to guess how Giannis is spelled? Don't care. Just, just try. Least, just, just try it. for uh, Y A N U S. Not even close. You want G I A N N I S. That's it, Giannis. That's just Boulder Dash. That <laughs> That's exactly Boulder Dash. You say his last name again? Antetokounmpo. You want to try to spell that? No. I'm not going to make it. I just wanted to see if you would get the honest part. Mm. Uh, he is still in the NBA. He's won an NBA championship two years ago. Yeah. I guess two years ago, three years ago. It wasn't during the uh, – uh, It was after the bubble year. Yeah, so 2021 then, yeah. He won the uh, – do you know what the bubble year was? Yes. Do you really? No, I just didn't want to stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them what the bubble year was. COVID year. Oh, it was God. basically they had to play with more or less without fans. No, so if they, would they just say COVID, fans. if they would just say COVID year, it would explain it right well, in front. They, no, not really, though, because they played essentially in a bubble down at Disneyland. Because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Is it but Disneyland you know or Disney how they, World? In, it in Florida? Yeah. Disney World doesn't is in matter. Florida. <laughs> but, um... No, so they actually, you know how they put up the Olympic athletes in like an Olympic village? Yes. During the, and they don't really have any interactions with people outside of that? The unwashed, yeah. Same thing with the NBA that year. Wow. So they had to grope and molest themselves <laughs> one year. No, though, as the story goes, and it depends on where you read this from, uh, they shipped in people for them to be able to do that. Ah, Amazon. There you <laughs> go. It has everything. You know that, right? Yeah, and yep. one guy got in trouble for it. Yes, he did. Yes, which is did. weird, considering. Yep. Yeah. 
I like it. Okay. Uh, what? Giannis. Antetokounmpo. So I'm not even going to try Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I'm not even playing Antetokounmpo. No. You said you're not going to try it and then try it twice. <laughs> you're right. Anta. Anta. Ta. Ta. Kum. Kum. Po. Po. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Did he do it right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it anymore, Brian. <laughs> We're moving forward. You're How so bad at it. I, dude, and I'm not playing. <laughs> this is not a riff. Antetokounmpo. How old is Giannis today? I just call him the Greek fleet. Just call him Yanni. Greek fleet. Uh, the, <laughs> Greek, the Greek freak. freak. Yeah. Uh, 33. You say 33. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 30. He was uh, born December 6, 1994. He is only 29. So you get that one, uh, Jonathan Massey. Mm. Uh, now, this I need an impression here because you you definitely do it. Can you, you do, do an it impression? Some, you, you always say you do the greatest impression, and I've never done it of the person you're talking Stephen about. Stephen Wright. Oh, you just act sleepy. Okay. I put my car keys in my house, and my house started up. <laughs> I like the one where, and I, I don't know if I can do him or not, but where he's like, uh, you know that feeling you get when you're in a chair and you go sitting all Sitting in a chair. You're sitting in a chair, and you push back, and you're just about to fall over. And you catch yourself. And you catch yourself. I feel like that all the time. That's a good one. That's a good one. You got one over there, Jonathan? Yeah. Um... What, what, what's the what's the ant one? Um, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, uh, thirty thousand ants robbed a Chinese restaurant, disi- disguised as grains of rice. <laughs> yep. But I know some of those ants. They wouldn't do anything like that. Ants are good people. <laughs> ants are good people. I love it, Stephen. Obviously, all three of us fans of Stephen Wright in here. Uh, well, how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-two. You say sixty-two. What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-three. He was born December the sixth, nineteen fifty-five. So he is sixty-eight today. So uh, you stopped the bleeding there, John Dawson. It's two to one. And uh, I know you're a fan of this guy. Uh, I don't know how to. I guess he's a movie maker. He was an actor earlier, but uh, he's done a lot of work with Will Ferrell. He's uh, a pretty good director. It's and producer. Judd Apatow? Judd Apatow, indeed. Today is Judd Apatow's birthday. He did a lot of stuff with Will Ferrell. Didn't he? Yeah. He does a lot of Will didn't he do? Uh, didn't he do uh, Ricky Bobby? That I was Judd so. Apatow, I, I think. thought that He's was J- the, the guy with the glasses. Um, I mean, I can't look it yeah, up Yeah, don't right look now, it up because I don't want you to get see his birthday. But, yeah, I'm almost positive. that. Uh, also married to Leslie Mann. Yeah, Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think Judd Apatow did forty-year-old virgin and uh, yeah, knocked I up. And, I think he did. And uh, the McLovin movie, and he's done a lot of stuff with Seth Rogen too. So don't hold it against him. Yeah. So, uh, but how old is he over there today? There, Judd uh, Apatow. Yep. I just saw he, he he interviewed Roger Daltrey when Daltrey's book came out. Pretty interesting. Apatow's a big who fan. Uh, fifty-six. Congratulations, John Dawson. You get it right on the nose. He was born December the 6th, 1967. He is indeed 56. What was going to be your guess over there, dude? 57, 58. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, still not bad guesses all. Okay. We've got a dad person here, uh, our final uh, guest of the day. He wore a final birthday of the day. It's a lead singer, Du Bois, Du something. 
He was a co-founder of this group. Yeah. Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. He was a guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, you talking about Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes. He died in 1982. So he died Airplane 41. prank incident kind of thing. You told us about that before. Yeah, you want to tell us about that again real quick? They were they were in an airplane, and they were buzzing the tour bus, and they got a little close and hit the tour bus. And it killed him. So Randy Rhodes, who died in 1982, is a guitarist. Like I said, he was a co-founder of this group, Quiet Riot. And I looked it up. He did perform on this song, so I wanted to make sure so you wouldn't be on me going, yeah, good one there. That's your impression of me? <laughs> How did I sound, though? Sounded like if Gomer Pyle was straight. Gomer Pyle was straight, wasn't he? Not in real life. Really? I called that 20 years ago, but yes. Wow. But in the context of the show, he was, right? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Randy Rhodes over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? You or said, would he be today? You said 82. He died in 1982. And he was Ozzy's guitarist when he died. On his first two solo albums. Yep. Yeah. What year did he die? 1982. 41, 41 years ago. How many years ago? I'm sorry. 40, 41. Okay. 73. You say 73. John Dawson, you could come all the way back and get this one. 65. Okay, I think you're closer. He was born December the 6th, 1956, which makes him 67 today, he would be. Yeah, he's much closer. Okay, well, congratulations. I thought he was 24 when he died. I guess I was two years old. Uh, there you go. How about that, John Dawson? You were down two to nothing. Yes. You battled all the way back to win today. I, 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 I'm very, very proud of you, dude. You should be. It's now tied up two days to two here uh, early in the month of December. Yeah, you had me written off already over there. Yeah, I sort of did. What were you going to say over there, John? Judd Apatow. Yeah. The Cable Guy. Yeah, which, by the way, was a very underrated movie, man. Anchorman. Yeah. Talladega Nights. I told you he did Talladega Nights. Super, I didn't, I, I didn't. super bad. Yeah. Pineapple Express. Okay. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yep. Get him to the Greek. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Begin Again. Bridesmaids was really good, though. Very. Anchor, Anchorman 2. Yeah. So he did and three the Will, Big Sick. He did three Will Ferrell movies. What was the last one? The Big Sick. I saw that. Wasn't that impressed by that? It w was really critically acclaimed. It was about the guy who, uh, was it a guy or a girl? Yes. I can't even remember. That The person was in the hospital, and they uh, they fell in love with uh, the... Yeah, it was actually a true story. The main, the main character, that's really how his he and his wife met. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, yeah, but his greatest achievement is... It's still stuck. His greatest achievement is marrying Leslie Mann. And again? There yeah, you go. Hey, a local yeah. birthday today. We've got one. Uh, Ken Boudet, uh, who now works at ECU. You met him before, I'm sure. He was with the Havelock News. He ran the Havelock News for years and years. Won dozens, if not hundreds, of awards. And I, I'm really not even exaggerating about the hundreds. He probably won 100 awards in a 10, 12-year period. There were years that paper won 20 awards a year, 18, 20 NCPA awards. He was... Very, very good. Ken seems Boudet. excessive, Brian. Uh, well, uh, he was very successful in his excessiveness. Ah! Now, who holds the record for the free press? Uh, I can tell you that. It was uh, our newsroom, mine and yours, and uh, Janet Sutton, and I think Wes Brown was there then. I'm pretty sure he was there. 
I can't remember. I can't remember either, man. I, and I keep getting older and older and can't remember anything. But happy birthday, Ken. Hope you have a good birthday. If today is your birthday, like Ken Boudet, like uh, Judd Apatow, like Randy Rose, like Stephen Wright, like Giannis. Anta Takumpo. Thank you. And Johnny Manziel, have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, I want to thank uh, Mike Martin, man. I, I love having him here on Wednesdays. He stays the whole two hours. Helps me with all the interviews, but he was here for our first and second hour. Tarboro Vikings head coach Jeff Craddock, Aiden Grifton head coach John Moy, and then LCC head basketball coach Matt Grantham on today's show. Tomorrow, we're going to have Art Rimber from White Christmas, Jason Bryant in our second hour. We're going to have Quentin Coples on Friday. Have a great, great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.